Life Audio. Hello, and thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines a verse each day to learn about God and His will for our lives. My name is Joshua Lilly, and after the short word from our sponsor, let's take a look at today's verses. John chapter 1, verses 32 through 34. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verses are John 1, 32-34. Then John the Baptist gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him, that is, Jesus. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. If you're familiar with the Bible, you might be familiar with Jesus' baptism. It's a scene at the start of his earthly ministry found throughout the gospel accounts where a wild man named John the Baptist, conveniently, dunks Jesus in the Jordan River. It seems to be a pretty important thing, but why did it have to happen? especially if John was preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as mentioned in Mark's gospel. I thought the claim is that Jesus led a sinless life and had no need of repenting from anything. Well, yes. If this is a question you have or have been asked about Jesus, I don't intend to give you a full comprehensive response in under 10 minutes, but This should certainly add some food for thought. Let's start with the significance of water. The Bible has a distinct pattern of using waters as a major event marker. The earth or land being formed by pulling back the waters of an unformed world. 
an ark carrying a remnant of creation through floodwaters cleansing the world. Parting the waters of the Red Sea or Sea of Reeds so that Moses could lead a newly freed Israel through it on dry ground. And holding back the waters of the Jordan River so that Joshua could lead Israel into the promised land. Elijah and Elisha crossing back and forth across the Jordan by a similar set of miracles. And Jonah being delivered through deep waters in the belly of a fish a big fish, in order for God to accomplish his plans. These are to name a few of the biblical stories involving waters. And I just provided you with a whole compilation of big Bible moments. So let's continue with the history of Israel as another point. The people of Israel, the Jews, had been trained with expectation for major markers of God's activity in delivering on his promises. From the events previously listed, Moses and Joshua saw two major moments in Israel's history, through the Reed Sea and through the Jordan River, each marking a new era in their history. Elijah, a prophet in the Old Testament, passed the baton to Elisha between crossings of the Jordan, making and marking another new era in Israel's history. And in addition to these milestones, Israel was growing in their hope for a Messiah, a chosen or anointed one of God to rescue God's people from slavery and oppression and establish an unending kingdom. They were waiting and searching for this Messiah to appear and had been waiting for a while now. And lastly, location, location, location. In John chapter 1, verse 24, we see that where John the Baptist was baptizing was, quote, at Bethany, on the other side of the Jordan, end quote. It's an obscure verse for readers who aren't local to that neighborhood, but for the people gathering at that spot, it was probably fairly significant. At Bethany, on the other side of the Jordan. Well, there were two Bethanies in this area in Bible geography. One was a suburb of Jerusalem. And the other was a small location on the far side of the Jordan River, just north of the Dead Sea. Verse 24 of John 1 lets us know which Bethany this happens at. And wouldn't you know, it's at the exact spot where a lot of what we've talked about took place. This spot of the Jordan is where tradition says that Joshua crossed over, marking a new era of Israel's history. This spot of the Jordan near Jericho is where Elisha inherited Elijah's spirit or mantle as a prophet, marking another new era in Israel's history. And so at this spot, John the Baptist is baptizing people claiming to be preparing the way for the Messiah to come. No wonder it's drawing a crowd. So let's try and answer the question. Why did Jesus need to be baptized? Well, as mentioned earlier, he didn't need to be on the basis of repentance and forgiveness of sins. No, I believe we've just made a case for Jesus's baptism as marking a new era in Israel's history and the history of the world for that matter. 
John the Baptist himself had to tell the teachers of the law investigating what was going on that he wasn't Elijah or another prophet. John baptizing Jesus can be likened to a track and field runner handing off a baton in a relay race. John baptizing Jesus can be likened to a hype man or opening act clearing the stage for the main event. And John baptizing Jesus can be likened to the importance of passing through waters in the entire biblical story. God is a deliverer by his nature, near to the oppressed and intent on rescuing. How precious of a thing for God himself to pass through waters to rescue us. In a way, he did this both at the start of his ministry, announcing, your Messiah is here, without using words, but also at the end of his earthly ministry, where the chaotic floodwaters that he passed through were those of the grave, where he tasted death and came out the other side, like Noah and Jonah, so that God's will could be accomplished and that we might have life. Maybe this gives you new significance for why Christians keep baptizing people. If I come to faith in Jesus and want to follow him, imitate him, and liken myself to him, why wouldn't I be baptized to identify with his ministry, his life, his death, and resurrection? Maybe you're new to trusting Jesus, wanting to trust and follow him for the first time, or wanting to recommit to being like Jesus, running after him and tapping into the life and light he offers us. If so, I'd encourage you to seek getting baptized with a local church family of believers. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your sovereignty over creation and over history. Thank you for your faithfulness to rescue and redeem us. King Jesus, help us to be more like you and to receive the life that you give us. May we worship you as our Savior and as our Messiah. Baptize our lives with your Spirit and with your goodness. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.